0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast.
1: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hani Balkis.
1: Welcome back to Future Talk, right here on Pulse ninety five. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, around the world, and in space. And to kickstart the show today, we're talking about the UAE's moon mission and how 40% of the engineers are women.
0: Yes, indeed. We talked about going to Mars and that became a reality not too long ago, but now we have our eyes on the moon and women are making their mark in space as well. Coming up on Future Talk, we're talking all about Apple making headlines because they are going to be suing their recycling partner for reselling more than 100,000 iPhones, iPads and watches these partners were hired to dismantle the pieces but they decided to make some cash out of it
1: yes indeed i'm going to be very excited talking about this one because this is just a breach of contract I don't know what that uh, company was thinking but (laughs) Apple is going further heads and also going to be talking about Google's map uh, Google Maps AR directions and how they will soon show landmarks to help orient you
0: yes indeed coming up on future talk we're talking all about Amazon robots causing 50% more accidents on future talk we like to talk all about you know the positive stories of robots but they can also cause a little bit of damage every now and then and sadly this is the reality with Amazon
1: Yes, and would you like to move forward without (laughs) moving forward or without walking? Because we're going to be talking about a robotic VR boot that lets you walk without even having to move forward. A lot in store today, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yes, indeed. Lots and lots is in store right here on Future Talk. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the uae and around the world big news is happening right here in the uae as we set our eyes on the moon just a few months ago the uae actually launched the hope probe all the way to mars but now We are planning to hit the moon or basically be on the surface of the moon in the year 2024. But what's interesting about this accomplishment or this upcoming accomplishment is women are also going to be a very big part of it because about 40% of the engineers that are currently working on the UAE's ambitious plan to land a rover on the moon are actually women.
1: Yes, indeed, Onyan. If successful... The UAE will become the first Arab country and the fourth in the world to land on the lunar surface after the US, the Soviet Union and China. Now, multiple teams are working towards completing the design of the rover by 2021, and it is set to be manufactured in 2022. While preliminary experiments and tests of the prototype are expected to start in 2023. Now, I love how a vast majority of Emiratis are working on on the mission and especially 40% of women. That just goes to show how big we're on equality and women empowerment as well.
0: Absolutely. And the best part about it is that this rover will be developed fully in-house. So it's not going to be imported from the U.S., But rather, young Emirati engineers right here in the UAE will be working on it. And it's actually going to be the first space robotic mission. So a lot of robot space technologies will be developed as part of this mission. And they're definitely going to be all heading towards the moon. Now, working on all of those new technologies, the ultimate goal would be sending humans to Mars and building a settlement, which has been the biggest goal for quite some time now. And we are or the UAE is planning to achieve that by the year 2117
1: that's a long time but hopefully they will achieve it maybe one day do you think i'll live to 2117
0: omnia <laughs> you <think> I'll be, <laughs> why not why I mean, there, there is still hope i mean i don't many, know how, how many old
1: years, how many years is that it's a For, long time it's, wow we're like like good at math year, 2020 we're nine, 2020 Plus, not hunt, something around 95, ladies and gentlemen. Well, but if I can live another 95 years, your kids
0: I'd, might be able to witness it.
1: Maybe my kids' kids' kids.
0: Oh, maybe that. Maybe as well. that.
1: But let us know what you guys think about it. I mean, I'm excited. I like how we're doing everything in house. All of it is Emiratis. There's a good majority of women onto the mission, planning the mission, and women engineers who are women. Yeah. And I'm really excited. I want to, I, I'm very excited when something comes from the UAE and we're seeing Emiratis being used to create something and, and, and something historical.
0: Absolutely. And the best part about it is also the way they are actually thinking through the design of this rover, because... Uh, the rover is expected to send back at least 1,000 images, including that of the moon landing, the surface, a lot of nighttime images of Earth, and even thermal ones. It's also going to be relaying different information throughout its trip. So it'll be you know, giving information back to Earth on the navigation data, on the flight time, on what the surface on uh, the moon actually looks like. But mm-hmm. this mission is also going to be giving us a lot of information that will help us develop technologies for future missions so we all know that the only way to find out something works out is to actually try it out and this is exactly what's happening with this uh, future plan now the rover that we're going to be or the UAE will be sending to the moon will have four cameras two of them will be used for navigation and the other two will actually be taking images and sending them back to planet earth
1: yes and speaking about the moon Omnia actually NASA does plan on sending women to the moon. Uh, I believe uh, earlier this year they did announce that they are planning something to send a woman to the moon. Mm. And actually, I I believe the UAE as well does want to put a couple of people on the moon as well. And I'm excited to see what's going on about about going back to the moon and why now we're going back to the moon. Because I believe it's been 50, 60 years. It's been since, a long time. Since, since 1970, since uh, there was any moon mission, and uh, we've kind of focused on Mars ever since then. But now we're seeing kind of a, a, a reignited light for for the moon mission. I do believe they're they're looking at the moon because they want to keep the moon as a hub station, mm. kind of a, a pit stop. And then... Continue their journey to Mars. Let us know what you guys think, though. Four two one five. But let's talk about what's happening with Apple. Now, they're they're suing a recycling partner for reselling more than 100,000 iPhones, iPads, and watches it was hired to dismantle. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, Apple is suing a company, their recycling partner, Mm -hmm. because these people, this company, didn't do what was in the contract. What they had to do, ladies and gentlemen, is what they had to dismantle these iPhones, iPads, or whatever and recycle the parts, but they didn't. They resold them (laughs) for price.
0: Yes, indeed. And we actually asked you on Instagram, uh, at Pulse95Radio, on what do you do with your old iPhones? Do you resell them? Do you throw them away? And 82% said that they don't actually throw away their old iPhones. And I'm so glad that you don't throw away your old iPhones because I've heard a lot of stories about people actually Being able to bring back photos, anything that you have stored on your iPhones, even if you have completely wiped them out and reset them. But Apple is actually... going ahead with the lawsuit against this recycling firm for over 500,000 iPhones, iPads and Apple Watches that it gave to this firm between the between the months and the years, January of 2015 and December of 2017. Now when Apple did an audit, they discovered that about 80, 18% of those devices were still accessing the internet. And that 18% does not count Apple devices without a, cellu- a cellular radio. So that means There could just be a lot more that were not actually dismantled. And Mm. the reason behind all this dismantling is that Apple is trying to become a lot more sustainable towards the environment.
1: Now, Apple does seek to obtain at least $22.7 million from its former partner. Now, this just puts something into effect. Now, 500,000, no, 100,000 iPhones are equal to $22.7 million. Now, the recycling firm does deny any wrongdoing, but it doesn't deny that there was a theft So, it has reportedly filed a third-party suit claiming that that three employees stole the devices on their own behalf. But, I mean, that doesn't sound right to me. Three employees stealing 100,000 iPhones, Apple Watches, iPads, etc. Now, Apple does disagree and does argue that these employees were, in fact, senior management at the recycling firm. Now, this Mm. does make sense because if you're a senior management at a recycling firm, you do have access to all those trucks, all those bags to kind of... uh, bulk move those objects?
0: The thing is, it's not just, you know, I mean, okay, we, we could be basically, you know, blaming them for the fact that they're making money out of parts that they should have been recycling. But the main issue here as well is the fact that they are reselling products that are no longer beneficial to a customer. You know, they're not adequate in any shape or form. They may actually even pose a lot of safety issues for those customers. So that is, again, another big liability that this company will be facing. Mm -hmm. Let us know your thoughts. We just want to remind all of you that we are live on YouTube and we just want to give a very special shout out to Doris who actually is currently watching the both of us. So if you want to check us out in the behind the scenes In the future talk and the Pulse95 studios, make sure you head to our YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and you can see the live stream.
1: Yes, indeed. You can see our faces. You can see us laugh, smile, (laughs) and sometimes be sad when there's upsetting news. (laughs) But uh, we're going to be taking a short break, and when we come back, we're going to jump into the maps, because Google Maps and their AR directions will soon show landmarks to help orient you. So keep Pulse95 locked, and we'll be right back. Pulse95. Pulse95. Maps all around. What's worth a click and download?
0: 95. Due to the coronavirus, our traveling plans might have been delayed oh, just a little bit, maybe more than a little bit. But what if Google Maps can give us the feel of getting to explore different iconic places and countries around the world through our phone? through one single application
1: yes indeed and that's google maps ladies and gentlemen and how they're using augmented reality directions now they will soon show landmarks to help orient you now google is adding a few notable new features to live view which is the augmented reality mode of google maps that lets you hold your phone up and see visual overlays over the real world as it's captured by your mobile cameras of viewfinder so basically ladies and gentlemen all you have to do is raise your phone up, have Google Maps augmented reality mode on and you can see whatever place you want to see, whatever. You want to go to Paris? You can do it. <laughs> you want to go to California, Beverly Hills? You can do it.
0: Yes, indeed. And Google is actually, it has been working on this augmented reality uh, walking directions view for quite some time now. I think it launched it back in August. But now we're getting a much wider range on Android phones and iPhones because these landmarks that you'll be able to see are actually going to be visual cues corresponding to many landmarks that you might be seeing on your way to some certain location. So it can include iconic places like the Empire State Building in New York, uh, different areas right here in the UAE and also around the world. But the best part about it is that it is finally going to be going live on Android and iOS pretty soon. So it's first going to be supporting About 25 cities, uh, Tokyo, some of them are Tokyo, New York, London, Berlin, San Francisco. There's a full list on Google's website if you want to go ahead and check it out. But another nice feature that is going to be coming to the View Live option is the ability to pop right into the mode from transit directions. So that basically means you can easily see how you're oriented. When you say, let's say, leave a certain bus station or find yourself at a busy and potentially confusing intersection. honey is currently in New York <laughs> as I'm we speak. I'm at the Statue
1: of Liberty, ladies and gentlemen, the Crown Cafe. There I am.
0: And there you are.
1: I just used not, it.
0: Not in Pulse95 Studios. Not anymore. in Pulse95
1: Studios. I'm in New York City. At the Statue of Liberty, and I just tried it out. It's 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 still. I ha- I think it's the beta yet so far. Yeah, it's a little bit glitchy, but
0: but I'm happy that it's available now right here in the UAE.
1: Yes, and I mean I- I'm excited to go. You know where I want to go, Omnia? Where do you want to go? I want to go to Tokyo. i want to say tokyo because tokyo is very futuristic it is and it has a lot of lights and at night it is beautiful i mean when you talk about tokyo you talk about the nighttime the lights the crowded places Now, i hope it's not as crowded because of COVID 19 (laughs) but you get what i'm saying and it's a nice feature because it does kind of uh, use your imagination yes it's giving you that augmented reality but it gives you your imagination lets you feel like you're there and it's also good for when you need directions now, mm. a lot of the times, ladies and gentlemen, we have someone sends us a location, for example, let's say Charger Corniche, mm. okay, come to the Tim Hortons behind the Dunkin' Donuts. they are like, what? I can't find Tim Hortons. So what you do is just you open this and it's going to show you where the Tim Hortons is and how to get behind that Dunkin' Donuts because obviously you have that view on your phone already before True. you even step out of your car. You can see where you're going.
0: And a lot of the times, just like you mentioned, Tani, whenever like friends are giving directions to one another, you're not going to be as precise as Google Maps. You know, turn right, then turn left, then turn left again. We'll, we're, we basically give quite vague directions. So like, go to that supermarket. My house is on the opposite direction. So instead of... Maneuvering through Google Maps trying to locate the place, all you need to do is raise your phone camera mm-hmm. and you'll be able to see a live view. But Google is also offering a lot of add-ons to this option. So you can have location sharing in case you get lost, myself included. You can have or- overlay distance from and directions to a friend who shared where they are on Google Maps. So that can also give you any changes in elevation if there are. Uh, you can also see distance Different uh, live views in the transit tab as well as uh, other feature that google maps will be bringing in the coming weeks now android devices uh, were actually one of the first devices to support this live view and all you need to do to be able to test it out just like hany has an ios and actually supported it so all you'll have to do is update your google maps
1: yes and and ladies and gentlemen i want to talk about something i want to talk about how 30 40 years ago mm. if you said i'm going to tokyo yeah uh, to someone or someone told you about tokyo you would have to use your imagination you couldn't <laughs> be able to go open google maps True. or open google search and type in tokyo it just shows you how far technology has reached ladies and gentlemen now i i've i've been quiet for quite some time now i've been quiet for like a minute and a half you now because I, I i'm just looking through the app now right now i'm in central park in new york and i've never been there and i've never seen it i've heard about it but i've never actually seen it on my phone i never google searched it mm. and i'm now i'm on google maps i'm looking it's huge it just shows you how amazing technology has reached so far and i can even look at the traffic updates in new york while i'm right here in sharjah I can look at there's a little bit of traffic here and there i can look at the most populated places And also, Omnia, Mm. remember we were talking about that COVID-19 detection area? I can see it as well.
0: So you can see where there's the hot spots of COVID-19, where the numbers are more than other
1: areas. And I don't even live in New York. So it, it just goes to show... How amazing technology is, ladies and gentlemen. And I do want you guys to kind of take a, a, a tour through Google Maps. <laughs> I mean, I like to do it sometimes. I'll go and I'll just zoom in somewhere and hit that pin and look and see what I can do.
0: Well, let us know. Where would you go if no tickets were needed, no flights were needed? All you had is Google Maps and your imagination. Tell us which country you'd love to go to or which city you would want to visit. Our text lines are open for 215. Do it this a lot or sign into RDMs at Paul 95 Radio. Coming up... We're talking all about robots causing a lot of damage in Amazon warehouses. Pulse ninety-five. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse A lot of the times, we tend to look at robots like they are—they are—they are our human companions. They cause very little damage, may I say, but. Today is just not their day. Sadly, it is not a good robot day because we're talking all about Amazon warehouse robots causing 50 percent more accidents.
1: Yes, Omni. now robots come in all shapes and sizes. Not everything has to look like something from the Terminator. But a new report did reveal that the use of robots in centers and warehouses of the Amazon company does lead to more injuries among human employees. Although the famous company in the field of e-commerce did claim that the technology does reduce accidents according to what the report was earlier. Now, when robots attack humans, Omni, mean, that's mm. something that a lot of people have been scared about. <laughs>
0: that's been the biggest fear ever since robots started existing. Yes,
1: and actually, only I mean, according to a report, it does reveal that there was 14,000 serious injuries in 2019, which was an increase of nearly 33% from 2015, and equivalent to twice the average number of injuries in the fields of stores and warehouses. So what we're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, is that when robots are there, injuries are higher, even in other warehouses where just human employees are working.
0: Absolutely. And if we want to get a bit more precise on this, the statistics actually show that severe injuries were 50 percent higher in all the warehouses where robots were helping out humans compared to warehouses that only rely on human beings now i have a theory over here i think it's either you have a warehouse that is completely run by robots or a warehouse that's completely run by humans but to have a warehouse that has a mix of both i think this is where the risk increases because we've seen a lot of warehouses right here in the UAE that are completely dependent on robots. And the results were actually quite astonishing in terms Mm -hmm. of production, in terms of how fast they were able to get the job done. And especially, you know, this is very sad news for Amazon because we're coming close to Amazon's Prime Day, which is supposed to happen on the 13th and 14th of October. And we all know Amazon Prime Day is equal to hundreds and thousands of of orders, yes. basically.
1: Now the question is, since only I mean, you did bring it up, mm. now that we're having uh, humans and robots working in the same warehouse, could it yeah. be human error that is causing these robots to have accidents? Hmm. See, that's the that's the question that's that comes question. In, that comes in mind. Could it be human error? Because Amazon actually does use more than 200,000 robots, or robots in dozens of its 175 warehouses. Now, these robots are pretty heavy. They are. Now, they do each weigh half a ton. Now, they do work alongside human workers to select, sort, and transport and store packages. And Amazon has been promoting this step as a harmonious symphony in the interest of both workers and consumers as it does reduce the physical effort of workers on one side and reduces the cost for the end consumer on the other side but again I, 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 there's always benefits when you have robots but we're seeing that obviously there's more injuries and accidents so mm. I think that it might be human error that's causing these robots to mess up and how could it be human error maybe a human is in the pathway mm. maybe a human didn't do something perf- uh, correctly because we have to know robots don't have the mind of their own They are they are programmed, programmed to do yeah. a certain thing they are programmed to go a certain way they are programmed to go a certain route so if they're going to keep doing what they're doing but a human is unpredictable Absolutely. so it might be a human that has been humans who have been um, messing up the messing up the way of the of the work of the robots
0: Absolutely. I agree with you on that one because I feel like, especially due to how many injuries that have been reported over the past four years, it is not a small number. But we also do need to take into account that injuries and severe injuries can also happen if these workers are carrying the boxes, carrying all the goods on their own. Because, you know, the pressure also increases errors. So having a lot of orders at the same time may cause those robots to basically freeze, just like human beings would. Now, even though automated vehicles have been adopted in Amazon warehouses for certain tasks like transporting goods, like heavy boxes, or even uh, arranging huge shelves in the building, there are complaints from workers now that their work tasks have become limited to the monotonous uh, work with an increased possibility of minor or serious injuries. Now, the efficiency of those robots definitely increases productivity. We cannot deny that. A robot will definitely do the job, especially in a warehouse, much faster than a human would. But the Amazon warehouse workers have definitely been blaming all those errors of the robots on pressure. They say that the pressure leads to more errors, more accidents, and more injuries.
1: Who knows, ladies and gentlemen? We have to see what Amazon is going to do about that. Do or are they going to reduce uh, robots in these warehouses or are they going to reduce humans, ladies and gentlemen? Let us know. What's your thoughts about the story? Is four two one five thoughts. or you can message us at, on Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio, and let us know.
0: Let us know. Would you support Amazon removing those robots and keeping their warehouses human labor only, or do you think that humans and robots can somehow, in using some form of algorithm, get to a place where they're both working in harmony with no damage, yeah. with no injuries to our human fellows? You
1: know, you know what I think, Omnia. What? I think there should be one air- warehouse specifically mm. for robots. and I
0: agree. And uh,
1: like an upper level of humans monitoring these robots.
0: I agree with you on that one as well. I feel like we're not at a stage where we can have both of them mingling at the same time mm-hmm. in the same place because just like you mentioned humans have a mind of their own while robots will just get the job done let us know your thoughts our text lines are open always 4215 do it this a lot but coming up on future talk we're talking all about walking without moving forwards sounds like a very crazy concept but it's coming to life using virtual reality keep pulse 95 locked we'll be right back You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. Gadget of the day.
1: New tech you might want to play with. Pulse95. New tech you might want to play with or even move Mm -hmm. forward with because we're (laughs) talking about a robotic VR boot that lets you walk without even moving forward. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know what VR is, it is virtual reality, which mostly it's being used for gaming and yes. I, and I and I love how virtual reality is being used and unfortunately I can't get a VR. Why not? Cuz my computer cannot handle how heavy virtual reality virtual reality games are. Well, they're very they're very heavy, mm. and 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 but they work amazingly. I've seen they a lot of people immerse you
0: in the whole game. I've seen
1: I've seen people play for hours and hours on end. And if you ever want to see VR VR gaming, uh, you can go to Twitch.com mm. and look. They have a huge section of VR gaming. But when you're playing VR, you have to do you have to move. You have to move your hands, your arms. You have to walk. And it is recommended that you have a big space to True. walk around it. Now, you don't need that space anymore, ladies and gentlemen, because a company has created a boot that you don't have to actually move. All you do have to do is move your feet. I think it's your toes, and you can move wherever you want to go. Now, first-person virtual reality games are great fun, and moving around in them, however, often isn't because a lot of times you're just going to hit tables, you're going to hit walls. I've seen people hit their friends when they're playing oh the God.
0: game. Oh, <laughs> God. Now, that's definitely a huge risk. And the sensation of moving forward while our bodies kind of remain in the same place can definitely cause motion sickness for some people and a lot of injuries uh, into because of crashing into something without even realizing it. And this is exactly where this VR boot comes to play because... It is a way to get around the problem. It is very convenient to wear. And all you have to do is put on a pair of boots. Now, this pair of boots is actually called or coming from a company called Ecto. And it's Ecto VR's very first product. The best part about it is that it's very lightweight. So we're talking about a lightweight robotic boot that has two rotating plates on the bottom of every device. So it's basically like, um, like getting on a spinning bike. Yes. The ones that you find at the gym without really moving. So the mm-hmm. bike isn't moving, but you're still performing. Treadmill, like a treadmill. Or the treadmill, yeah. but you're still performing the movement. So yes. when you walk forward, the boots glide backward, keeping mm-hmm. you in the same exact spot. So it's very similar to moonwalking, actually.
1: I guess I can finally learn how to <laughs> moonwalk now, ladies and gentlemen. Now, back in 2012, yeah. this was huge. Virtual reality was huge. A lot of gamers did a lot of videos on YouTube on how virtual reality would change the game now eight years later we've seen a lot of improvements in VR and how VR has become so accessible to the normal consumer before you had to be like a big tech guy or you have to have a lot of money to get your hands on a VR but we're seeing it become more accessible to us consumers the normal type of human being and I'm excited to see what's coming next because ladies and gentlemen uh, the virtual reality is awesome I've played it at my friend's house I think a year ago mm. I played I played a horror game so oh God. So, so you could imagine that
0: would be the, la- la- the last game I tried to play
1: that I, there was a video of me screaming when I was playing yeah, not oh screaming I sc- like I would be scared out of fear like I would it feels open a door too real. it feels too real you have you have that VR headset on you have you're moving you're the opening things and you have headphones on that are sound that you can noise hear cancelling. noise cancellation you cannot hear anything all you can hear is the game and it's so fun play but it's you look so funny when people are taking videos of you (laughs) and you're like opening things and closing things and 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 you'd be like a weird position now you can see if you're watching on our YouTube YouTube. at Pulse95 just stop for one second just like that you'll hold it and you will go like that you know it's so so much fun and the 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 big biggest downside of VR was moving around because you'd hit tables you'd hit people and a lot, of the time, a lot of the times you'd be just keep you'll keep walking and walking and walking. And you could
0: crash into the you wall. You crash mm, in, yeah. into a closet. You'll never know actually yet.
1: So, so have, having these boots is a game changer. Now I do hope they're not expensive because like I said they're a game changer. To, so for every consumer to have these type of boots it would change the gaming industry or virtual reality gaming in general.
0: I definitely agree with you on that one, Hani. And especially because they also these robotic boots come with a lot of safety precautions. So they have a set of breaks that can be applied when standing still so that it can stop you from falling. And I think it's definitely going to be a game changer when it comes to implementing it in games. Virtual reality has had a lot of implementations and different applications, even in the healthcare industry. We've been seeing it during the COVID-19 pandemic it being used to help train nurses and doctors on how they can deal with COVID-19 patients. Let us know your thoughts. Text in at 4215, do it to Salat, or sign into RDMs at Pulse95, Future talk is coming to an end, but we will be opening the airwaves for the dream team. For the dream team, we will be opening it for the dream team. Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Ati will be giving you all that you need to know about what's happening in the entertainment industry. But before that, we can't forget about the only place to be at three. That's My only old show. dream
1: team. <laughs> He's, 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 he's a dream. He's not. He's not, a, he's not I'm the just dream the team. He, he's the one man army. <laughs> he's a one mo- man army. The only place to be at three. The halftime show with Omar Douri. It's amazing to have you on the show, brother. It's great to be on the show, guys. Yeah, it feels like I'm interviewing you as a guest, right? <laughs> yeah, man. You're really welcome. All, me it's on too formal. It's yeah, all, it's yeah. always fun. So, Omar, tell us what are we expecting at three? So at three today, we are expecting uh, a lot of football madness happening at the moment. Now, mm. uh, the champions got humbled yesterday, seven-two. Uh, Manchester United lost 6 1. There's a transfer special happening. And also, we're talking about the immune system and how important it is currently under the COVID situation. Now, Omar, uh, yesterday I was at my friend's Majlis. Mm-hmm. We were watching the game, and there was a lot of Barcelona fans. Okay. And they were like, So now it's fine. 8 1 is something. It's Adi now. It's it's, yeah. some, it's it's something fine because everyone is getting hit with a 7 2, 6 1. So it's the, 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 the wound is not doesn't hurt as much to the Barcelona fans anymore. It's all psychological. It's how they bounce back. Now, every single athlete has to think of how they can mentally get themselves ready for the next match. And the unfortunate thing is, they have to wait a whole week till they play their next game, which tests their mental toughness. Yeah, you the, you're, it, you're out of here.
0: He, he goes too deep, you know? <laughs> it, it goes from football to psychological mentality of what the players are going through. The clock is ticking four minutes, and you will be tuning in to Omar Duty on the halftime show. We will see you once again, same time, same place tomorrow, only here on Pulse 95. <laughs>